0: When I got to Mongolia, I got the news that the borders shut down completely. That was the first time in my life as an avid traveler that I've heard someone say, the country shut down. My brain couldn't even process that. How am I going to get out? What's going to happen to me?
1: From Outside Magazine, this is the Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a nomad gets stranded and finds her home. After this,
0: my name is Marinel de Jesus. I was born in the Philippines. I migrated to the U.S. when I was 13 and I lived my life there. And now I'm a global mountain nomad. There are two things I'm very passionate about. One is advocacy. And the second one is just living in the mountains and hiking and walking and just being in the outdoors. So I flew to Mongolia late February of 2020 And I got the news that the borders were shutting down and the embassy was shut down too. I was the only tourist that I know. In this little town called Bayan Ulgi, there's about 30,000 local people who spoke Kazakh Majority didn't speak English. It was winter and it was cold and it was dry. So I was really nervous. And there's a part of me that wants to be wishfully thinking, oh, this is nothing in a week I'm going to go back. And I even told myself, oh, how long is my visa in Mongolia? They give you 90 days. I have 90 days to get home. I'll be fine. But then I also had an apartment back in Peru. I had obligations. I have two cats that I needed to take care of. I've never been stranded in a country where I was by myself. I might get sick, I might die alone in Mongolia. I might go to the hospital and not see my family again. I thought, I gotta go home, I gotta go home. I spent a lot of time sitting in my hotel room because it was so cold outside. And I think the scariest part of this journey really is the idea of solitude. I've done a lot of solo treks before I became a nomad. I started going back to what I know best to talk to myself. I would just sort of try to relax myself, uh, calm myself down, maybe, you know, close my eyes, take a nap. I started asking, how do I feel? What am I afraid of? And what can I do to go with the flow? And so I decided I'm going to start counting the days when I go home, when I go back to where I came from, when I'm going to get out of Mongolia. So I started counting and I said, okay, what's the day? Oh, this is already day 10. And how long will it take for me to get out here? And I'm thinking maybe in day 20, I'll be, it'll be done. You know, in day 30, it'll be done. But the days kept going. It's like day 40, day 50. And then one day it was day 100. Every time I counted, I always see something so good in the day that, I forgot that I was in panic mode or that I was worried that I was stuck in Mongolia. When I wake up in the morning and count the day, that the first thing subconsciously I'm acknowledging is that I'm alive and I'm well, I'm healthy, I can breathe and I have this nice bed and hey, I'm COVID free and Mongolia doesn't have a case yet. Counting the day was the start to a routine of appreciation. At some point, the government opened things up a little bit more. And so I ended up taking buses, local transports, and moving around a little bit. I walked around the village and the little place that I was in, even though I was uh, a complete outsider, I was the only foreigner that they had. So I just walked around and explored my area. I went to Lambatar. I went to the north. I went to see different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. As a hiker, you already go with the flow, right? You hike and you go with the flow with the weather. You go with the flow with the trail. But going with the flow, being a stranded traveler, that's a different kind of flow. Because it's for an indefinite period of time that I have no idea when it's going to end. And then I just trusted that, you know, my cats are going to be fine. That I'm going to be home one day. But it's just a matter of time. 294 days later, I realized, you know what home is? It's just where you feel safe and comfortable and accepted and welcome. And Mongolia gave me that. By the time I left, I cried so hard. I cried because I realized Mongolia was home and it was silly of me to always have this in my head where I'm telling myself, I gotta go home, I gotta go home. And in the end, I said to myself, but Marinel, you're already home.
1: Marinel de Jesus is a global nomad. She runs Brown Gal Trekker, Equity Global Treks, and Porter Voice Collective, where she advocates for the human rights of porters and expedition workers in Peru, Nepal, and Tanzania. For more information about Marinel, visit BrownGalTrekker.com. This story was produced by Stephanie Aguilar. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash dailyrally where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com/podplus. Thank you for listening.